Hi, O'Neill here, loving dogs and their people. Today we look at the keys of a solid canine recall. It seems obvious to me, of all the things you teach your dog, this is by far the most important. Let's begin with an illustration. I was at a wonderful dog park. It is such a pleasure to be able to say that. It's a pleasure to experience a wonderfully cared for dog park. I could speak about this dog park at length with glowing praises. If you have one, really appreciate it. In fact, find out who provides and manages it and thank them. It truly is a blessing. They're not all created equal. So anyway, I was at this wonderful dog park and there was a large, gangly, closely shaved dog with a long furred gay tail. He was fully enjoying himself and trotted over to meet us as we offloaded the SUV in the parking lot. All the dogs headed over for the nearby bushes to pee and scent and discover all about the previous dogs who had left their calling cards before them. Of course, that's what dogs do. Let's name the new dog Romeo. Everyone was off-lead and relaxed. The area was safe, secluded from traffic, and the dogs were not interested in leaving the area at all. They were very happy to linger in the park. It was the destination spot and approved by all attendees. As I followed my dogs into the bushes, I became aware of a man heading our way, calling Romeo. Okay, I don't remember Romeo's real name, or maybe he should remain cloaked in mystery to protect his reputation. You'll understand in a moment. Anyway, Romeo was happily disregarding his master's calling and would allow him to get close and then trot away when he got too close. Round and round the bushes and trees, circling around, peeing, trotting off, smelling, trotting off. This went on for a while, and I was smiling, and we left the area, my dogs and I, into the large field. We noticed Romeo busting out of the bushes and into the field as well, and then around the park, this way and that. All the while, his person followed patiently, calling Romeo and Romeo running over here to greet yet another dog, and then gaily jaunting off when this person neared, and this went on for a while. So we just did our own thing, and we'd note over here and over there, Romeo happily keeping distance from his person while he enjoyed himself with others' toys, greeting dogs, people, the fine breeze, and the warm sun, and the dog watering bowl. I was amused by the scene and appreciated the man's patience. He didn't lose his temper. He never lunged at or raised his voice or threatened Romeo. It appeared this was a common theme for them. It went on for a good 15 to 25 minutes. Who could be that patient for so long? I was enjoying myself, so of course I wasn't keeping track of time. 
the dogs and I were strolling and smiling and sharing our pleasure of the park and the other dogs and people, all friendly and at ease and joy. Then I realized I was creating a story about the man and Romeo. And by the way, there was a girl with them too. She watched idly as she wandered around the park, also enjoying the day and the moment and the space. I found I assumed she was his girlfriend and this was her dog and he was wanting to impress her. Then I caught myself and thought, isn't that how our minds work? We create a story and assume we know. <laughs> I tossed it off and let them to their day. And then I just celebrated the time with my dogs and we explored and played ball. Okay, we stole it, I admit. it. Was just, we found it, but we did leave it behind. Eventually, I noticed that the man did get Romeo. Still, he was gentle. There was no lead in his hand and what I saw next was indeed a surprise. He lifted the front end of Romeo to his chest, so both were facing forward, and he walked Romeo out of the park with Romeo's back legs between his own, and I thought it was funny. I dismissed it and continued to be present with my pups. And then later, after we, were, we left and I was driving, I get all kinds of revelations while driving. Do you have that happen to you too? Well, anyway, I found myself reviewing Romeo's story at the park. Let's break it down. The man was patient, nicely followed Romeo, eventually snags him, and I'm sure it was after Romeo was complete and he stopped to be collected because that went on for a long time. And then the man walks Romeo out on his hind legs with him embracing him. Hmm. Now my trainer mind kicks in and I see a different scenario. This obviously isn't the first situation of recalling the dog hat of the dog and being ignored. What that meant to my mind is danger. What if there was an emergency? Romeo was going to be harmed unless you could warn him and he listened. Then the responsiveness would be critical and if unheeded, dangerous, if not deadly. Then I thought of the importance of having a great relationship with your dog and he or she would be very responsive to you as you are the source of all good things. The trust would be there that you are a good and fair leader and they would defer to your big brain, your income, your generosity, and your opposable thumbs. You take great care of them and love them and they are loyal, loving, and responsive. Absolutely, right? Absolutely. So I thought about it more to the next level. Let's break it down. Ideally, the guy was patient, and that was really good. Kindness was good. He didn't disrupt the others in the park. That was good. What was missing or that I'd recommend? Hmm, it jumped right out. Before ready to go, practice two things. Number one. 
recall. Call your dog to you. So I would recommend that he call Romeo to him and make it very positive so that Romeo does come, is rewarded wonderfully, in Romeo's opinion, and quickly praised and released. And then the guy would walk away. The keys here are arrive, wonderful happens, very short in capital letters, given freedom, go play, or return to what you were doing, and the guy walk away. What do you provide that's wonderful? Well, it depends upon the individual dog. For one, it's pulling out a ball and throwing it. I smile and laugh because to me, every single time, my mind jumps into a Labrador. Um, for another, it's 10 tiny, amazingly tasty treats given quickly. Go play. Good come. Go play. Another, it's a warm, loving, you are so wonderful. Little love, little touch. Okay, free. Go play. As you progress, there are more steps, but begin with this. This is a good start. This will get you going. Number two, avoid doing anything negative. I'm going to say that again. Avoid doing anything negative. And the rest is with that recall from your dog's perspective. You are making a solid point with your dog that wonderful things happen when she comes to you. And then she gets to go back to whatever she was enjoying. You offer something better. And she still gets to go back to her enjoyment. She sees the win-win and she views you with an even higher regard because you are pretty awesome. If she lingers, encourage it to go back to her play. You're just amazing. What you are doing is building a case with your dog to your wonderfulness and your trustworthiness. It's becoming clear that there is no reason not to not come to you because only good things happen. This is the cause-effect rule. I'm really big about this. Cause-effect. Your dog recalls to you, wonderful things happen, and then he gets to go back to whatever he was doing. You are a great buddy to have. You may find over time that several <laughs> dogs may be joining your dog on the recall. It's that wonderful. In fact, it could get out of hand. So, <laughs> a sidebar note. Some dog parks are not safe place to bring a pocket full of excellent treats. And for you to stay safe. You could be mauled, your clothing ripped, and you could be on the ground getting dirty, and it's not fun. So, pay attention to the environment and ask if you're not sure. Safety first. And I'm very serious when I say that, from experience. <laughs> so, <laughs> what, do you, what you don't do at the end of a recall is put a leash on your dog and leave the park. No, 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 right? We just addressed that. That would break the trust. You must be fully aware and avoid doing anything negative 
in your dog's mind. Game off if you do. And it's hard to recover from that. Well, so you're kind of like, going, well, how do I ever get to leave the dog park then? <laughs> you know, I want to go home. It's dark. <laughs> Ideally, you wait until your dog is done playing. And then remember earlier when I mentioned for the guy to walk away from Romeo? He, he, he called him. He praised him. He gave him good treats. He said, okay, go play. And he walked away. If you leave your dog wanting, that's a key. And then so you can walk towards the gate or the parking lot and your dog will follow. And you quietly, without fuss, snap on the lead, praise what a good dog he is, and move on. Another method is to call, let's go, as you head towards the exit. You can totally put your back to the dog and just walk. And if you have a history of playing ball or toss the ball to them and say, done, at the end, they know it's over and you both wind down and leave together, you could use that. So it, you can use the skill set that you already have in place and just move it to a different situation. So let's go back to Romeo. Let's look at that again. The guy was patient. That is good. The guy obviously didn't have a background in training for a solid recall. Once he did get Romeo, he walked out of the park on his hind legs. Romeo did, not the guy. Well, the guy walked on his legs. Not such a pleasant experience for Romeo. So the chances of him allowing being caught the next time, well, they're going to be harder and longer. Because he can't be thinking that's a lot of fun. There's a slight chance that he did, but I would say probably 90% he didn't. And it wasn't a good thing. So in summary, practice recalls with great rewards and immediately give freedom and you walk away. Two, never recall and put the dog at a disadvantage they will not like. A classic, but not at the dog park, a classic is calling the dog to come into the house and then you leave and they are left behind. Dirty pool. That's not okay. Don't do any, anything that they won't find positive. An extra step I'd recommend is beginning recall training at home or a low distraction area. And as you advance, even play hide-and-seek at home. This is one of my favorites. Hide-and-seek with treats or a toy and mix it up. And this has the advantage. Once you do it a few times, you're teaching your dog to stay. Like I put him in a far-off room. Stay while I go hide. And then the joy, and then go, okay, you know. And then they, the joy of discovering you, which is a reward in itself. And then plus a treat. You are training a solid recall to keep your pup safe, while at the same time building a deeper, trusting relationship. And you are becoming a best friend to your dog. So today, if this were you and your dog won't come, what would you do? Dare to share. There's a link to Facebook. Please tell us. And remember, it's for the love of your dog that you train.